The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. back to the Starry Night Theater podcast. I'm your host, Alex. I'm your other host, DJ. And of course, today's sponsorship is JDS Electrical, Inc., licensed and insured. Call 716-523-2711 for all your electrical needs. Thank you for sponsoring us. We appreciate you, JDS yeah. Electrical. Um, I also have to shout out one other person. Um, Marty Hall did our, uh, he fixed our slop sink that has been out for many years. Wow. So shout out for yeah, shout out, um, great plumber. Now you have another sink. It was a nightmare sink, so he really did a number on it. Ryan poured a, <laughs> maybe a gallon of paint down there, so <laughs> oh, that wow. that did that did the job. Wow. Oh, but okay. I know we said today is our fortieth episode. Number forty. But what do we actually call it, or should have been calling all along? Oh, uh, I don't remember honestly. Oh, I don't remember what to call it, honestly. Okay, Alex has completely Sorry, ruined everything. My bad. I just can't move my feet. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened last time, and I unplugged everything, and we had to refilm the episode. It's our. So I'm hoping that won't happen. It's our fourth tenth. Our fourth, our our fourth <laughs> tenth. Yeah, true. And that'll be the name, fourth tenth. Yeah, we didn't follow through with the other ones though. No, we didn't. Uh, what were we going to talk about? I don't remember. Our beef? Oh, no. Our uh, next episode, next week's episode, we have a special spooky episode that is a call-in episode. So I'm going to put my number out there. Our number's going to be at, my number's going to be out on social media. Either call or text me, say, um, we'll say at 10 o'clock. Yeah. 10 o'clock next Sunday. Call or text me. We'll have a waiting list if we have that many callers. <laughs> and then, um, you will be on air on the podcast and you'd share a ghost story yeah. from, that you've experienced at the so theater. Please, please call in, share your ghost stories. Yeah, call in. But like, we don't care about your ghost stories like at home or anywhere else. Like this is, this is Saturday Night Theater podcast. <laughs> so, um, yeah, share stories from there. We'll blast social media with that and, and give us a call and then we'll call you throughout the episode. So there'll be a waiting list and, and we'll get to you at some point. 10 o'clock Sunday, don't be even know the date. Be square. Be there. Be square. Uh, okay, that's that. Now, if our two guests want to introduce themselves, uh, I'm Bob Cunningham, and I'm Crystal Shank. Thank you guys Ooh. for being on. We hey. appreciate you. Um, these two are the unsung heroes oh. of, of Night of the Living Dead. Um, they do all the zombies makeup, which is just quite the task. So thank you guys. Yeah, for you have so many people. Too. Yes, uh, I think was it twenty twenty one. We started sure. out. I think it was like 
23 and then a couple people dropped. So I think a total is like 20 that mm-hmm. we do every night yeah. now, yeah. including ourselves. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You guys have gotten it down to a science. You do fantastic work. We really appreciate everything you do. It's fun. Yeah, it has been. It has. Yeah. And I'm so glad that Crystal's here this year because she kind of keeps me even keeled. So I don't <laughs> right. go off on an anxiety tangent, kind of what I did last year a couple times. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like the mellow one. I keep it going, and yep. Bob's like, how much time we got? Like, We're good, buddy. Let's go. <laughs> how did you guys get into this? Well, we'll, we'll touch more on that oh, okay, on my that later. Bad. Yeah, well, Jesus, okay. Well, no, I mean, we can't get into question? We can't get into the whole story yet. we got to touch on that later because we have to do the beef first. Oh, ah, the beef. beef. I forgot oh, about beef. Oh, my God. I forgot about beef. beef. All right. Sorry, you asked that question, and then... I know. It just <laughs> it, it was spitballing. Um, uh, beef, who wants to start? I'll start with the Starry Night beef. Okay. All right, let's hear it. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> marshmallows everywhere. I'm so sick of marshmallows. Well, the marshmallows started out as a really good idea. Oh, it was a great idea. And it looks great when you're eating it, like, from, like, a, a perspective from, like, a customer or mm-hmm. someone viewing. But, like, the kids are just overboard with it. They just mm-hmm. are eating them. They're everywhere. <laughs> I'm, like, picking them up at night. It's just, it's rough. Yep. <laughs> Uh, my Starry Night Beef is, it has to do with the equipment. We have one, two, three, we have about eight airbrushes. And a couple nights, all of them were broken except for maybe two. So, Which are the reservoir ones? The reservoir ones, yes. Those seem to keep uh, nice and wide open, but it makes a bigger mess uh, when we're trying to do it. But we get through it. I mean, last year we did everybody with one airbrush, one reservoir one, but I had to shout to get people to sit in the chair and get finished. So that's why I'm so glad you're around. So Well, I was so glad to do it with you. I think we made a good team. Yep, yep. You definitely made a good team. And, yeah, I backed the marshmallow beef a thousand percent. <laughs> they are everywhere. I'm stepping in marshmallows constantly. And they look – they. That, I feel like that is, like, the ultimate Night of the Living Dead take is, like, great, fantastic idea. It's just – Every year, they, the zombies find a new way to uh, make it real interesting. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Well, and we have a wide array of ages. Yep. That makes yes. it hard, too, because, yep. like, you know, we have the little kids who, you know, they they just make messes. They're just, like, tornadoes <laughs> everywhere, and they don't know any better. But then we have, like, the older kids, and they're making messes too but they're not really cleaning up either so mm-hmm. it's like all right come on guys the marshmallows gotta go let's go <laughs> agreed i'm back to beefs yes alex you have beef okay i i feel like i've been severely lacking in the beef lately like yeah. the last three episodes i feel like i haven't had beef and this morning i was thinking about it and i do have beef but I was like, do these people listen to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think they do. So it has to do with my roommate and her boyfriend. Oh, uh, no. And, okay. But if you are listening, it's all good. It's nothing serious. Just a little fun. It's beef, though. <laughs> but um, so in November, it starts the overnight parking restriction, mm-hmm. so, which is just so annoying. But I don't have a long driveway. And recently, um, my roommate's boyfriend has been parking in the driveway every day when I get home. His car is in the driveway. And he does not live with us. Mm. And I'm calling you out. His name is Alex. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, oh all right. It's an Alex now. <laughs> <A week. laughs> yes. So I get home and I'm like, <sighs> now I don't care about the summertime. 
I, you can park in the streets, whatever. I'll park in the street. But it's getting closer to that time, and mm-hmm. I'm like, he better know come November 1st or whatever they start, <laughs> he cannot be parking in the driveway. It just creates a whole mess. And then, but I, I realize that I am being hypocritical because for like two weeks, Mustafa had his car in the driveway mm. because he needed to get something fixed and he couldn't get to it right away. So it was in our driveway for two weeks. And I mean, I, I realize that's, that's being hypocritical, but you know, I do see every time I come home and it's <laughs> in the driveway, I'm like, oh. yeah, that's, that's annoying. I'm back to beef. Okay. That's my beef. I support it. Cool. All right. Well, those are all real short beefs, but like mine is, mine's a multi-tier beef. I have a whatever that's called. Of course I, you would. <laughs> I okay. First off, let me just say I'm running on three hours less than three hours of sleep, so I'm I don't know what's going to happen today. We'll find out. But uh, after shows, sometimes you go out. Like a group of, pe- of people will go out. We had eight people last night. Like let's go to Applebee's, right? Let's it's open. Which, sorry, Applebee's sucks. <laughs> I back that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Why did you go to Applebee's? I, I don't hate Applebee's. I really don't. But, like, all right, so we're like, let's go to Applebee's. It, it says it's open until 12 o'clock. And it's not even 10 o'clock yet. So we go, we show up. They're like, oh, like, panicking that there's eight people showing up at the door. Like, like, the, like it says closed somewhere. It doesn't. It doesn't. It says it's open. And so we get there, and I think it says they stopped serving food at, like, 11, which we didn't know. So they're like, yeah, it'll be, like, a 45-minute wait. I'm like, no, like, we can't, that's not going to work. So we leave there, which is just, it's crazy. And the workers are just, it's crazy to me. Because, like, if you're, we've had this experience at Fridays so many times. Yeah. Where it's like, we'll show up after a show, or we'll call ahead, and they just, like, panic. Like, it, you're open. You're open. We, we showed up to Fridays one time. It says they closed at 1230. It wasn't even 11 yet. Yeah. They- and they're like, we, we shut down the, the kitchen already. Like so, change your hours. <laughs> change your hours. At that point, I wouldn't have beef with that if they changed their hours. I mean, some places. Cl- I mean, their kitchens no. close earlier than their actual hours. Yeah, but you're no, no. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, but they I, have it posted somewhere usually. Yeah, like, yeah. Open yeah. until midnight. Kitchen closed yeah. at ten. Yeah, whatever. Well, working at a large kitchen, people realize that after rush, in their minds, they're starting to close down. And so they might shut off the broiler knowing nobody's going to come. Yeah. When you show up, that's where the panic comes from because they know they're supposed to be open. But now they really actually can't serve you. <laughs> so right. they shut the soup of the day has already been flushed. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we leave Applebee's to go to Friday's. Same thing. They're like, you know what? It's going to be a 45-minute wait. But it's like, I see tables. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm scanning the restaurant. I see nobody here. <laughs> yeah. So it's not a 45-minute wait. I don't know what the 45-minute wait's coming from. And it's only eight people. Eight people's not that many, I feel. So I'm like, all right, I know Chili's is, is open and accepts large group, which is the only thing they do right is accept large groups. <laughs> so you guys went to Chili's? We went to Chili's. And I... Did you a, get the same waitress? No. I love her, though. Let's see, like, <laughs> yeah. The wait staff, fantastic. The, the fact that they take in groups, fantastic. But they might gather up the the worst sludge that they could find and just make the most awful meals I've ever had in my well, life. Well, that was me last time. That could be my beef, too. That, that was, meal I, was yeah. gross. Mine was... I've never had a good experience there. Never in my <laughs> life. But, like, we accept large groups and we're open late. And, like, 
we're friendly. So it's like, try like any of the Denny's around here. Oh God! Uh, yeah, we went previous to previous episodes. We've talked about right. Denny's. Oh boy! We yeah. went to Denny's after Sweeney Todd, and it was just awful. They gave the new guy the table like twenty people, and oh, so he was just no. in way over his head. Which like yeah. we understood, but it was we didn't get out of there till two yeah. in the morning. Mm. Going to Denny's late at night is kind of like cultural anthropology. Because yeah. you don't know who are the people sitting there yeah. that actually would go there at night. It's like, oh, this is yeah, really interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. It was yeah. very interesting when we did that. But, yeah, I, so that's my beef. Either, like, like post your hours properly somewhere, Fridays and Applebee's, and Chili's, just close. <laughs> Honestly, just close your doors because that is the worst. I, I, first of all, I have the weakest bowels in America. <laughs> So I every time why, I get but like, come on. <laughs> That's why I don't eat meat every day. Every <laughs> stomach t- is awful. Every time I eat at Chili's, I have a war. Yeah. I, yeah. So I go in with them, like, I'm, I'm going to hate myself after this. Yeah. Yep. And I do every time. Just get, like, fries. Signing up for me. Even their fries give you something. <laughs> yeah. They must, like, bake everything in, like, a really nasty lard or something. Yeah. It's just all coated in all the food. It's just, it's the worst food. You look at the menu, you're like, oh, this all looks god awful yeah. but you know yeah. what I'm hungry I just did a show you get it you eat it and you're like this is even worse than I imagined somehow <laughs> and and yet you, you finish it <laughs> then you go home and you're done yeah. you're finished and, and you're lethargic bloated <laughs> yeah you're like I have to stay near my bathroom <laughs> yes it's not good yeah so <laughs> that's that's why I was late this morning because I'm fighting a war with chilies um, oh so that's why you were up all night no, no that's actually not it was oh, it was okay. I, I was uh, so I'm on three hours of sleep plus a war with chilies, and so I'm just I don't know where I am today. I'm I'm somewhere out floating in in space. <laughs> do you like ginger? I yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, ginger chews. Yeah, you should take. I've those. never had that. Go to Dollar General. They have them like in the dollar bags. You can get like there's a couple different flavors, but I give them to my kids at school like all the time for like nausea and like heartburn. Okay. Yeah. Um, really it really leaves it, and you can just like pop one, chew it. The texture is a little gummy, um, but it's not gum. It's it's like a chew, and it, it really will help like immensely. Every I need anything that can that yeah, can do anything there, for me. I'm telling you, just go <laughs> right. to Dollar General after right. this and pop some chews all day. <laughs> <laughs> At least that'll help the stomach issues. I can't help you with the sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might go home and crash, but yeah. I'm at the point where I'm so tired that I'm not tired yet. So It'll hit you. It'll hit me. And it'll probably hit me tonight at the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to roll off the bed. in the makeup chair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. That's the beef. We got through all the beef. Um, I think that's everything on our checklist, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. I'm also, I'm not tired, but I'm just like, yeah. It's early. Yeah. It's early it's Sunday. A, it's the weather, too. Oh, yes. yeah. It's the cold weather. I'm cold. And rainy and I love it, though. I do love rain and cold. So do I. It's yep. the best, like, movie weather, music yes. weather, chilling under blanket weather. Yeah, I just brought, bought a blanket yesterday. Mm. I, it's, like, my seventh blanket. I'm obsessed with blankets <laughs> as well. I just bought a king-size fleece one for my bed. Oh, it's, it's nice. I love that. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like coats. I just bought this coat yesterday. I'm just a oh, coat nice. guy. Yeah. yeah. Buy coats nonstop. Coats. I love this weather. It's, it, it gives me focus. 
I don't know yeah. why. It's not like I love the sun. But when the sun's out, I can't focus on what I'm doing. I just want to do something else. Bob, it's the depression. Oh, is it? Well, <laughs> so seasonal depression starts early this year. I love it. No, once it's gray, yeah. that hits me. Yep, big time. It's a wrap. No more sun, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> I get to that point, but like after it's like, like the Christmas rush and everything, and then it's like I'm getting out of work at 4 o'clock, and it's dark as it's yes, pitch black. Yep. And you're just like, what am I doing here, man? Really? <laughs> you know what world you're in. Yeah. Like, I, right. I went in dark. I yeah. came out dark. Yeah. What is happening? There's no right. light. I have nothing. And I work in a warehouse, so there's no windows. Oh, I don't know yeah, what, right. I don't know what, yeah. what I'm you're doing. You're losing it. It's insanity every day for you. <laughs> it is. And then I'll go to the theater, which also all the windows are blacked yep. out. So it's like... I don't know where I am. You gotta get one of those like happy lamps or whatever they're the called. Sun lamp. Yeah. The sun lamps. Yeah. yeah. My best friend has one. She's like sits in front of it like every morning. I'm so sorry. She's, if she doesn't, she's miserable. She's like, I really need that five minutes of sun, fake sun. Fake morning. sun and yeah. yeah. Switch it off for melanoma. But some people say it does. It's like yeah. the UV bulbs in the, yeah. in the tanning beds. Yep. Just gives them a little. Some kids, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> DJ just sitting in front of this lamp. <laughs> I would. I would, though. That's the problem. I'll bring them to work <laughs> and just have it on at work nonstop. Right. Your Get face gets all burned. Yeah. <laughs> DJ, you look angry. <laughs> my face, switching over to makeup, my face is demolished. Mine, too? I can't get this red. I have red under one of my eyes. I don't know which one now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not coming off. Yep. It's not. It's just not. It's not moving. So, um... That's I. This was my beef last week. I talked about because this was before Crystal helped me put my eye on. I put a mm. fake eye on that looks like it was gouged out, and I latex my eye shut every night. And uh, then Crystal started helping me put it on, and I've I've yet to have that problem. So thank you for yeah. saving my my vision and your eyelashes and my eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. That that's been a big change from week to week. Where it's like I'm not as miserable when I get home because I'm not. Ripping my my eyelid off. The first off. week, I would watch you like just have latex <laughs> everywhere. The one night you forgot your headband, and it was just like in the <laughs> side of your hair. The oh, next day, you're God. still like picking it out. I'm like this poor guy. Like she's, she's <laughs> struggling over there. And I felt bad because I'm I I from the start of every year, I'm always like I'll do this myself. I'll figure it out because it was always Bob's. So I'm like I, Bob's got to worry about every other person who won't even think about makeup. Until he puts it on their face. So it's like, I'll do this. I'll save you guys. And now every night, Crystal has dedicated like 20 to 30 minutes on me. So I, f- I feel bad, but I appreciate it. Don't ever feel bad. It's actually my specialty is that kind of stuff. So that's, I mean, airbrush isn't even my specialty. So like gores, uh, gouges, all that blood nastiness is, oh, that's oh. my specialty. So it, it actually, it worked out, so... This is the most compliments I've ever gotten on it. So wow. that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And I had a full circle moment. I was telling Crystal the other day. So I came on here and I talked about Brian Dickman, who was in it last time, yeah. who's just this huge monster of a man. And my sister Rose and I would hide in the booth from him, and we were just horrified of him. Yeah. Until like we met him, and he's just a super nice guy. And we drew pictures of him, and like we got pictures <laughs> with him, and like we're like, "You are so cool. You're the coolest thing." Uh, there were two kids at the show Saturday, Friday or Saturday. Mm. And no, yesterday or Saturday, so Friday, um, who came up to me and got a picture with me. And they're like, wow, that is the coolest thing ever. And I was like, that was me. That was me, like, <laughs> however many years ago now, 10, 15 years ago. Uh, but it was just so cool to, like, 
It's a full circle moment. It for is. Sure. It is. And he did the eye thing too, but like he did like no blood. Like he said both eyes like yep. gouged out, gouged so it looked blood. horrifying. Yeah. So now I'm kind of doing like an homage to my favorite zombie growing up, but instead it's just the grossest thing. A you'll little ever more see. gory. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was a really cool. That's awesome. Moment. Yep. Yep. So now completely transitioning. How did you guys get into theater at all? How did you find us? Well, um, I actually met you at a, at a lawn party. That's right. Uh, That's yeah, right. Was Gary, Gary Cox's. We were there. What? and I didn't know this. Don and you were talking about, well, the next show we're going to be doing is Night of Living Dead. I'm like, oh, that would be so cool to be a zombie. And they're like, well, just show up. Like, come and try out and, you know. I'm like, okay, maybe I will. And so that's <laughs> – I hadn't been on the stage since I was in my uh, uh, pre-high school. Wow. Oh, wow. So – but I mean I, – I, and a lot of it had to do with anxiety. I, the reason why I quit is because I'd have those dreams. And you guys all know what I'm talking about. Yep. The dreams where you're going on stage and you don't – no one even showed you a script. Mm-hmm. So that, that – as a little kid, I'm like, I can't – I have to be on stage tonight. <laughs> and I just quit. <clears throat> so – going into this like what no lines i could just go out there and be scary cool so i tried out for the first night of living dead and i had such a good time i really did so and so consecutively the, the, the four ones that we actually were able to do i've been at this the fourth time yes last year i started assisting people with makeup because the makeup uh was just complete anarchy backstage. <laughs> there was a- makeup everywhere. There was those uh, the spirit kits laying on the floor. The sinks were all plugged up. Garbage cans overflowing. And makeup, just everything was all over the place. And we all kind of looked all over the place. So I actually went to YouTube and started watching the videos on how to do airbrush. Oh, so last wow. year, like, we're doing airbrush. And so at first, there was only a couple people. Brian wanted some help. Brian, who we spoke about earlier, he wanted some help and a couple others. And uh, then what happened was more people started to go, can you do my makeup? Because it was like, then I can just, if you do my makeup, then I can just. And then it turned out that virtually just about everybody did last year. I think maybe one or two people did. You did some of your own, and then I just did a little bit of white. Oh, yeah. Just so we were consistent a little bit. Um, The only thing about last year was, again, my anxiety was really high. i got to get everybody done. And um, everybody kind of started looking the same after a while. So, And I was using too much blue. (laughs) <laughs> and that was brought up this year. It's like, let's not use so much blue because it looks great backstage. Under the lights, everybody looks like a Smurf. So we kind <laughs> of we, – we actually pulled blue out of the palette. We added a little bit in just so for a purple. But blue just kind of doesn't work on stage lights. But anyways, that was – it was everything I know about the airbrush I learned from YouTube. Wow. And just like a year, a year or two ago because I do, did my own makeup uh, the second year we did it. Right before the pandemic, or was it? It was before or after. There was one year that we were all set to do it. Yes, and we didn't do it because of the pandemic. That's right. That's right. So that would have been five years. But I I remember the the first year because I directed it in twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Don't remember. Um, and yeah, I I I didn't think about makeup because I asked Paul and he's like everyone was really into their makeup and they yeah. like, came in did their own makeup. I was like, sweet, yeah, yeah. And so that I was just like, zombies, think about your makeup, do your makeup. So then the night of like dress rehearsal, I'm like, well, like you guys need makeup. I remember this, you're zombies. Yeah. So you're not just walking around normal. 
And so everybody just took baby powder and splashed it in their face. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. Yeah. And there was baby powder everywhere. <laughs> the Renaissance. Yeah. Zombie. Yeah. It was horrible. And then I, I was sitting. I, I will shout out Madison. I thought Madison did great every night. Like she put like oatmeal yes, and stuff on her face. Yes, she was awesome. Yes, she was super into it. But then like everyone else was kind of like, oh, I'm not getting my makeup. Oh, okay. Psh, baby powder. Yep. <laughs> it's oh like God. no. It's yeah, not the, the point. When we're out there walking, people are like, okay, well, <laughs> you are can you smell a baby the baby or powder. <laughs> well, yeah, it was it was pretty prevalent. And it then was. It, we were also looking for things that we could eat during one of the scenes. <laughs> and so someone's idea of fruit roll-ups, just that was another thing. So baby powder and the smell of strawberry fruit roll-ups was just permeating everything. And it was like, we have to mix this up somehow. So I've never in my life, I never knew that they smelled so strong yeah. fruit yeah. roll-ups. Oh, they do, yeah. As soon as everyone came out in the line eating, it filled the space like <laughs> never before. And it oh was just gosh. like... Smells great in here. I'll give me a bite of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let me hang out with the zombies. They know what they're doing. Right. But that's not the point of this scene. Right. <laughs> but it, we didn't. That was so. This has really grown every mm-hmm. year from people just splashing baby powder in their yes. face to you guys having a full setup assembly line, which I think is fantastic. Well, it's it's funny now because people go, "I have a rip in my shirt. Can you put makeup on the skin <laughs> under the rip?" I'm like, oh, oh okay. Maybe, yeah. maybe every single night, she like I do this thing on her elbow, which like probably no one even sees <laughs> because you know she's walking, but she loves the effect I do on her elbow, and she's like, "Can you not forget my elbow tonight?" I'm like, "All right, <laughs> Mimi, you got it." <laughs> Whose equipment is it? Is it yours? <clears throat> well, actually, uh, most of it is mine, but I did buy a set for the theater. Oh. So there's nice. a airbrush compressor with three airbrushes, a cleaning kit, and on Monday when we do our thing, I will give it to you so you can put it in a safe place so Thank it doesn't you. just get kicked under somewhere or something like that. And, that and big container, that black one that I brought in, that's for all the airbrush stuff for you guys. So you oh, can beautiful. store Thank it you. in there, um, put it, roll it wherever you need to roll it. It's like our donation. It's a fundraiser show. So like in our eyes, yep. we're donating our talent to help bring in money for the season. Thank you guys. I appreciate yeah. that. I'll mm-hmm. keep it safe in my office. Yep. <laughs> Nobody and again, goes in there. Just go in there, watch YouTube. Like, again, I yeah. hadn't picked up an airbrush since high school anyway. It's been told we started doing makeup. Yeah. So. Well, well and fantastic. I'm planning on auditioning for shows and stuff, so I'm always I'm always happy to help and teach. And you know me. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. All right, come on. Let's show you what, what yeah. we're going to do. So. Right. You know, I, I like to do it, but I also like to give that knowledge to other people because it's like one thing, you know, they what they say that you teach a person to fish. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That yeah, thing. It's, it's the same thing with makeup. It's the same thing with any creative, mm-hmm. like, art form. If you teach them what you're doing, it's going to go way farther than yep. yeah. just doing it for them. That for way sure. you'll never have to scramble about that. When, even for something like Sweeney, it would have been nice to have an airbrush. Yes. Right? <laughs> or Frankenstein. Although I kind of liked... Frankenstein, that the way that you guys didn't go overboard with that type of effect, mm-hmm. it was yeah. better for us as the audience. So. so to be honest, like this is my first time fully doing airbrush makeup. Um, a lot of stuff that I did for makeup was um, for film. So it's all on the fly. So you don't have like a running air compressor. You don't have all that stuff. So everything has to pre- be pre-made and you got to figure oh, wow. it out. So like... I was making blood bags, like, before I would go there. Um, the deck sprayer that I brought in, that's really good for, like, making blood splatter on clothes and, you know, like, off-screen squibs and stuff yeah. like that. So 
Um, Crystal has her own IMDb page. I oh. do. I have 50 credits, actually. Whoa, oh. all right. Can you give us a little bit of your background, like where you got started, whether that's theater or film? Theater was, is, and has always been my first passion. Uh, I think I was in my first play when I was eight. Um, I was one of the Candy King girls in the Nutcracker. Nice. Um, so that was my first. I didn't grow up around here, though. I uh, grew up in South Jersey. Oh, okay. Um, so I, and I was, I'll say, blessed enough to go to uh, a school that was really big on performing in theater arts. Um, so their, you know, their theater program was, like, crazy outstanding. And um, so every year we had the option of taking, like, theater arts program, like, um, integrated into our, like, regular everyday. Um, so I learned how to do, like, the regular making bruises and applying prosthetics. I, I mean, I knew how to do that by the time I was probably 16. Um, and then I took a break for a while because I'm a mom. And so, which she'll be 10 in, like, two weeks. <laughs> um, so I took a break. Um, and then I met, I, I met this guy, Amir, um, who is the other half of Foxtrot Productions. Um, and I, like, responded to be a zombie extra for one of their YouTube series called the, the Undead Series. Um, and then after that, I ended up doing a bunch of um, films with them. And if you want a full circle moment, um, one of our films that we did... Um, I think it was one of the plagues that played at the Berlin Film Festival was actually reviewed by George Romero's son, Cameron. Uh. And he he talked to Amir about it and was like, this is awesome, this is great. So he actually reviewed one of our films. Which That's is so like, cool. The coolest thing to now like be doing makeup and people like giving me the like oh that's such a Romero thing to do and it's like yeah I know because I love Romero <laughs> you know so it's pretty cool um, so I started on stage um, and then I did film for a while and I stopped stage for a few years and then I did um, Dearly Departed with Chris Fire a couple okay. years ago oh wow um, I was the pregnant one. Um, with all the kids Uh, so um, then I took another little bit of a break and I've been working a lot I'm a nurse for my regular job so I worked all through COVID and the pandemic oh my god Um, and so after that I decided I wanted to start you know getting back into theater Um, and I actually know Paul McGinnis McGinnis, Um, and Paul has been telling me to like like go out you should go to this like theater you know and I always lived like in Machias I'm like there's no way (laughs) um so I saw like the posting for auditions for um Spiral and for Night of the Living Dead and I just decided to audition get back into it and then I think it was like the first rehearsal I was just like I can help with makeup like I'm more than happy to yes and like Bob's ears just (laughs) perked up and was like what (laughs) and then I came up to him with like a palette and I had all these drawings and he's like oh okay I think this might work no (laughs) more than like I'll just take the back seat like clearly you have a lot more experience with this type of thing so uh yeah I mean I have I'm since 2016 I've been doing production I have um writing credits Mm -hmm. production credits makeup credits um yeah so it's crazy well it was if somebody every year will say i know makeup i'm really good with makeup 
And so I know Bob's always like, oh, great. And I'm always like, please, we need all the help we can get. And then it just fizzles out. Yep. They, they, every year. They ghost us. So Yes. Literally every year. So then yeah. when you said it, I was like, oh, well, yeah. We'll, that's we'll see why what happens. I, got the res- I, I was like, well, they didn't seem too interested in that. But that's all right. I mean, no, if they need the help, it is they every year I someone's like, I'm the greatest makeup artist ever and then either quit the show or just like no I'll do my stuff like you can do you can do it right I I think I'm a much more humble person about it like I'm not I offered to help but I never was like oh I mean I don't think anyone in the show besides you and like maybe Tanya because she's friends with me on Facebook now even know that like I do all of that stuff or that I even have an IMDB page Mm Or that I, you know, have a band on Spotify or anything like that. All right, that. well, plug the band, plug the band. Uh, we actually aren't really doing much anymore. It's Gravis Ture. It's actually me and my friend that we did movies together. Um, I He started creating some, like, avant-garde black metal type stuff, and I started screaming for him. Ooh. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweet. At some point during this podcast, you're going to have to make that song. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Oh, you should still tell the Starry Night All right. story. Yes. So <clears throat> when we uh, go off stage sometimes as zombies, we have to go into public areas. So the backstage, the back stairs, we have to go down there at one point and wait, and we have to wait for our scene. So if someone comes down to use the bathroom, we all kind of turn our backs and stay in character and that sort of thing. So this one gentleman comes down, he uses the bathroom, he comes back and he's looking at us, he goes, you guys are doing a wonderful job. And we're all trying to stay in character, but Crystal wanted to acknowledge him with a sound. (laughs) And she just kind of looked, and he scurried up the stairs really quickly. But we laughed for a little while there because it was the perfect response. It was like, thank you, in zombie, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you also mentioned earlier that you work at Fright World. Yeah, yeah. That's my second job. That's my fun job. That's the coolest thing. Yeah. I'm in Night Stalkers, which um, we actually just got our scare review, and we got, like, the best house for the review, um, which is awesome. But our house specifically is, like, for, like, creatures. So, like, most nights I have this, like, really crazy weird fry scream that I do. So I'll actually, like, bark at them in my fry scream. So I'm like... Um, I get real low. Were you there Friday night? I was. Wow, I was there. <laughs> were you? Yeah. You were not like, there at the same time. Okay, wait, wait, wait. What time did you did you go after the show? No, so you weren't uh, there. Yeah, Damn. I was. It was after the show. I came in uh. and I was, you know, I was on the front scares, and it's fun because there's like four different locations. So you like go pop out scare, and then yeah. you can like find another place to scare someone. So it's it's just like literally running around and scaring people all night. It's super fun. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. I um a while ago back in college, I was writing for the uh, UB paper and I had to interview I don't remember his name and I don't know if he I don't think he was the owner of Fright World, maybe like the manager or something. I don't know, but I had to interview him um for the article I was writing and mm. so he showed me like backstage no. and where you all yeah, where you all got ready and the costumes. It was very so interesting. Cool. So they actually this year they're doing some pretty cool stuff. Um, so we had uh, Spooky Kisses. I don't know if you guys know who she is, <laughs> but um, they came and did. They're doing a documentary on haunts this year. Um, so they came and they like did a whole interview of like twenty of us. Um, they went through the houses. They're doing like they recorded all of it. 
Um, we got to do TikToks with her, so, like, if you go on the Fright World TikToks, like, you can see, like, I'm in it. You, the only way you know is because you can see the purple streak of hair. Like, that's the <laughs> only reason you know it's me. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's super fun. Um, so they doing the documentary. I think um, last year they were voted, like, in the top ten in the nation for haunts. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's really cool because they're... A lot of the people who manage it, too, are, like, family. They've been there for, like, tw- mm-hmm. 20 years. Like, it's crazy. And that also was by word of mouth. I, My friend Sean, um, he works there as Stretch. And yeah, I, Sean Sanders? Yep. Yeah. I love Sean. I love Sean, too. Um, so Sean and I have a history because he's been in quite a few of our films. Um, two, just right off the top of my head, Killer Killers and Casting Couch Slaughter. Um, he was in both of those, and I love working with him. He's just a big teddy bear. He so, is. He's so, so wonderful. nice. He's such a great man. So, yeah. I have a story about somebody who worked at a haunted house that I don't know that I should tell, but I'm going to tell <laughs> Um I won't name any names, but we had somebody audition for a show, um, a Disney show. I think we only did one. Screw it. Um, it was Beauty and the Beast, and this person <laughs> really wanted to be Belle. Which, like, everybody did, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... I like can't... sought after. Mm, I can't tell you how many times I heard the song. The whatever song she sings. It's, it's out of my head song. now. Yes. <laughs> I... Yep. 400 times in a row, like, do something different, please. Yeah. Um, so everybody was just uh, fighting for that role like crazy. Um, and she didn't get the part, which is... It happens. We get a lot of people audition, a lot of very talented people. Didn't that's, get the part. That's how theater works. Yes. Right? And so we go to a haunted house. I won't say which one. And um, we're, I, I went with – it was Ryan and I and, and a couple other people maybe who had done shows. I don't remember. And we're walking through a part and this person goes – like growls like ghost light theater and they're above us. And Ryan and I scream at the top of our lungs <laughs> like what is happening right now? And then um, – this person, my my mother's name is Deborah or Debbie, and she did she directed back then. So this person from wherever they were situated growled, "Bring me Debbie," and, and Ryan and I were like, just, "It was like it was a Scooby Doo moment." We looked at each other, <laughs> screamed, and just ran in place for a good a good minute until we got out of there. It was like this is actually genuinely horrifying. <laughs> and then we went back. So Beauty and the Beast was before COVID, like 2019. Yeah, yep. So we go back whenever – okay, well, this gives it away. It was the catacombs. Whenever catacombs was closing, um, they opened like two days in June. So we went because we loved the haunted catacombs. And um, this was years after, many years after. And same person was there. And got so close to actually biting Ryan. Oh my god! We, again, we just we looked at each other and shrieked at the top <laughs> of our lungs, and just we booked it. You're not supposed to run in these things, but we just got out of there as quick as possible. Wow! Some people can hold a grudge. <laughs> I it guess was years so. after, yeah. I had yeah, nothing like, to what? do with with those auditions. I didn't get Bell. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither did I. Now I'm biting right. your friends. <laughs> right? Yeah, and, and like Ryan definitely had nothing to do with it. So like, yep. why are you biting him? It, <laughs> was insane so we kind of like looked for it after a while we're like well let's see if this person's there that's yeah it's at least a fun story but 
<laughs> that's that's my experience knowing people who work in in haunted houses. So yeah. it's cool to like know a, a cool person who works in one. Yeah, I would say that we have a pretty cool house. We we joke around and we say that like we are like the weirdos that like the creatures like that make the weird noises and like have like ADHD and <laughs> autism, which is not a lie. All of us have one or both. Of <laughs> um, but like it's a fun house to be in too because it's like way darker than the other houses. So it's just like you're like literally like in black, just like mass, like just like creatures of the night. Just like I can literally walk behind a crowd of people and they don't even know I'm there. It's it's just really cool. That's horrible. Is that the the, the darkest house? Because yeah. Because there, there was a the line. basement one. Yes. Yeah. I think it's called so. Night Stalkers. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. that one had the longest line. Yeah. Yep. Well, we have we have we have this one guy. His name's Joe, and he literally like mixes like Latin and like this like pig voice together, <laughs> and he's like, oh, we're out of there, blah, blah. yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's crazy, <laughs> and I can like pig squeals. We. <laughs> so we'll like They're do so that good. kind of stuff and like people are like that is not normal you no know? no people are so desensitized to like you know the the slasher gore stuff that that stuff doesn't really scare them but yeah. like things lurking in the night still do oh yeah you know? mm-hmm. so we just get real good reactions with that stuff well, I miss the stuff like that when I go through a haunted house where it's like somebody's following you or creeping around and you kind of see them. That is the most horrifying thing. Or like they make noises at you. I hate when you go through one and somebody's like talking at you. Oh, I hate when they talk. Like, Don't talk to me. Like the, no, you're human. The right. only one that I think really is justified in the talking is asylum. And that's mm. because they're all crazy yeah. patients. Yeah. And like they do a wonderful job at improv and the makeup team there is like really great they're just all like gung-ho about doing the makeup and making it look good everybody there is really you know awesome too so it's like i'm i'm getting a little collaboration at starry night and fright world yeah it's really cool yeah i love both those oh, places yeah because we both learn things from each other all oh the time, yeah so. yeah and i think we we always make something different for the the show nights too yep, like yep. one night uh, DJ was like, I am like out of gel blood. And I was like, I got you, homie. And then I like came back in the next day and made it. So yeah. like, we're just like doing different stuff every yep. day. Yep. And it looks gruesome. Yeah. Maybe it's we fun. can put a, a picture with our pod picture we take. Cause my, the, the evolution of my eye has been fantastic. Yes. I, took, <laughs> I took one. Was it last night? I took one. Um, Alex, I can show you it real quick. I always make sure I send a Snapchat out after I get it done, and I gotta like show the world. Oh shoot, that one looks so good. Yeah, yeah, you saw it when I was still doing it. I yeah. think so. Um, yeah, that one looks less really effective. Good. Okay. <laughs> did you get a picture from the night of struggles? I don't. Oh I don't think gosh, I did. The no, night yeah. of struggles. If we would have taken a picture of you, you would have gotten mad at us. But at some point, we're like, this would be a good, you know, like, evolution. Let's picture. not do this again. So. Yes. I, it got to the point where I was just getting so frustrated with it. And Crystal's like, it's not going on because there's so much latex on and everything's just slopping off each other. It's like wet on wet on wet. It's just yeah. not. I'm like, you know, you have to let the layers dry in between, you know. So I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing. And then I just, I walked DJ through the steps and DJ literally like, the next day I was like, okay, you know, I'll help you. 
he applied it himself, did just fine. It's just he gets frustrated because he doesn't want to mess it up. He's a perfectionist like mm-hmm. I am about stuff. So he's like, if I touch it and it falls off, I'm going to have to go back and yeah. do it again. And I, like, just, like, take a stick to his face, and I'm, like, <laughs> pounding it out so it looks good. So I just think it's 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 experience, too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'll tell you, in 2016, I couldn't – it took me forever. Like, I could show you, like I, – I would do rips on my face, yeah. and I would do liquid latex, oatmeal, the – the little trick with the cotton that I showed you. Yes. Um, and and then I would do, like, makeup on top of it. But it was eyeshadow makeup. And, like, you know, so you, everything's an evolution. Everything's like... Yeah. And the only reason that we, like, I make my own blood and stuff is because it was getting so expensive. We talked about that. Sphere Halloween is just yeah. wild, yeah. you know? It's you know. half the price to make your own blood than to go buy it. And it's non-toxic. And, and it washes looks better. out of your clothes. <laughs> Did you see Lucas's? Uh, he washed his shirt. No, bright white. Really? Wow. I, yeah. I swear it'll come out of the carpets too. Like see, that's that's why. Quite literally, you just and it'll come right out of the carpets. Comes out of everything. Yep. I had a. Uh, do you guys know Holland Road Massacre? Have you? No. Mm-hmm. There's. There's like a urban legend on Holland Road, but we did a film on it. And I had we had a actress Heather who was in an all white jacket, and we covered her in that blood, and she washed it. She said it took her two washes, mm-hmm. but it came out yep. bright white. That's insane. Yeah. I have the same shirt that I've used for all four years, and every what? It, I, and I wash it like uh, like every other show. And it is absolutely white. There's some stains from something else. I don't know what. But all the blood, everything, all the makeup, everything comes out every single time. Why? It wow. could be a commercial for Tide. But at the same time, it's <laughs> really kind of a testament to the stuff that we're yeah. using isn't staining. So, See, and I still take the stuff I haven't learned yet. Um, I still take the, the poison stuff from Spirit. <laughs> and I spray it all over my mouth for the eating scene. Because yeah. I'm like, well, oh, this is good. Oh, my yeah, and, and I have liquid spray, <laughs> but like I make different. Like I, I, you probably not back there, so you don't see. Yeah. It, but I make li- different stages of blood. So like we have like the thick syrupy blood that you can put stuff in to eat with. Okay, and it's delicious, and and it tastes like chocolate. Yep. Oh, and mm-hmm. then you have the spray blood, but the spray blood is literally water, cocoa powder, and red food coloring. So you literally can put it in your mouth. You can put it anywhere. And then we have the gel blood, which is just the Vaseline mixed yep. with red food coloring. Oh, whoa. So it's like you have different stages. <laughs> like, why are you spraying? Yeah, like, why are you doing mouth, that? Uh, because it's just, it's always last minute. I don't think about it until it happens. I'm like, oh, I just got to put something on my face real quick. And yep. uh, I'm always late for that. Something's going to happen to you one day. My eye was red. I dyed my – Ben in there um, – <laughs> He did the same thing when he was Ben and did the, the binocular thing. We both got this blood in our eye, and your eye is just red. Like, you're seeing red for a little bit. It's not good. How's the um, – I haven't seen it. Like, I, we've been doing that effect for, for Ben, for DJ, and I have no idea how it looks from from the crowd. When she I could comes, see it. When she comes could... back, it, it, it looks like it's getting more and more every night, which is good. I yeah. added the gel blood around it, like a little dam, so when she does it, it like creates like a smush yeah. of gel blood on there, too. So That's cool. She, like she that. said it, that she liked it, but I can't see it, so I'm like, well, I don't know if it works or <laughs> right. not. But. I, I saw it, and I was sitting far back, so but I want to come tonight and sit a little closer yeah. so I can see. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm 
directing next year, so we got to get a head start at some point and collaborate on some stuff that that maybe we want to do differently. And this is my first time directing in quite a few years, so I think we should do intestine. Well, and here's the yeah. thing: I tried, but I didn't know how. Um, so I make I make them. I do. Yep. I just and I asked Bob a couple times because it's a process. And to be honest, we could take a Saturday and like just do like. Uh, an intestine making day. <laughs> it's, I love it. It's like rolling sushi. Oh, you like take I a don't cake. Love that. You like take a cake pan and you layer it with liquid latex, but not like a chunky layer, like a thin layer. Okay. And then you let it dry. Now you can blow dry it. You can whatever way. You just let it dry until it's a little tacky. You take marshmallows, like the regular normal marshmallows, the big, thick and ones, you yeah. take black and red acrylic paint and you just like doubt like just like roll them in the paint okay and then you literally line up the marshmallows on the liquid latex and then you t- it's it's a little hard to get it started because you have to like roll the tacky latex up yeah. so it gets onto the marshmallow and then you just roll it oh okay that's cool quite literally that's all you do and then i take a ziploc bag the night before we're gonna like film and you stuff it with like the fake blood, and then it looks like nasty intestines. Yeah, like I oh, want to see that. that hanging from their mouths. Yeah, and like in their hands. <laughs> I yeah. There's um on YouTube. There's a a short we did. We also did a full length, but it's called Till Death Do We Rot. And my zombie husband and I like share the intestines like uh, you can see how it looks like lady there. in the tramp like oh yeah it's instead of a spaghetti noodle it's intestines. <laughs> we'll have to incorporate that next year yeah yeah, yeah. Well, again it's if you had be a... with somebody who's responsible like a future zombie though because yeah. if it's in the wrong hands it's gonna go yeah mm. it's gonna slap somebody in the yeah, face <laughs> yeah and they're like what did i just get hit with this is not okay well if you had another person who focused on like a, just a primary like maybe four or five people People for uh, prosthetic type stuff, like yes. what you're doing, or maybe some. We didn't want to do that with everybody else every single night because right. one of the other things too, I is you have a tendency towards the end of the run that people to start rolling in later and later, yep. and then it that's when you start to like okay, we're gonna we're just you're getting the short makeup tonight, Psst, you're done. So. I will say, and I wasn't here. Like this is my. I don't know if I said this. This is my first show with Starry Night. So like obviously, like I don't know how it was last year, but I know we did make a schedule, and they were pretty good about being there around the time, <laughs> yeah. which is what <laughs> I was hoping. Yes. yes, you know, um, it hasn't we, been that bad this year. We've never really yeah. had a panic, not once. So. No, I was wood, I right was now. forty minutes late one night and and Bob I still didn't panic. No, so I didn't. I know she'd be here, and so I did as <laughs> I did many text. people. Yep, you did. I didn't look at the text because I started a half hour early. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I figured, you know, she's a good communicator. It's it's there, and if I start to panic more, I'll read the text. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm like uh, Bob's reassurance. Yes, I, I just you know Bob will be like, "Are we good? Are we good? Yep, we're good. Yep. We got this time check." You'll hear me say that in the back a lot. Time check, guys. Time check. <laughs> and again, with the playing the music, sometimes getting ready, it turns into a little dance party back there, oh, Vanessa's which is nice. My entertainment every night. Yep. I love Vanessa. She comes She's over so and they great. start singing. And oh, she came in and started singing with me. Um, Billy Holiday, I'll be seeing you last night. Yep. She just mm-hmm. like came in like you know some Fred Astaire type deal, just singing <laughs> to me. I'm like, hey Vanessa, good good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so we touched makeup. We we did 
um, somewhat of your background. Mm-hmm. Can you guys just give some of your favorite roles that you've played anywhere? Well, I really, really, really enjoyed uh, Jekyll and Hyde playing uh, the inspector. Okay, uh, yeah. That, that just was a lot of fun just because it was, you know, it was, it was kind of a, a bigger part for me at that point. And, then, you know, just the idea of trying to – and there were a couple moments too. But and I think even when I, I played a part with Alex, there was a I, moment I was where say, I went, you're not mentioning that one. <laughs> yes, that was a lot of fun because that was three roles, and yeah. that was and that was going I was going to mention that one next just because that one I got to play a villain. Oh my god, it was so nice. <laughs> like the the idea of playing a villain is just so appealing to me. And that me one too. I just got to play a complete jerk. Yeah, and it was great. And I was jerking to you, but you didn't take it from me. So <laughs> I didn't. No. That was almost my, my, my that was like it was such a good interaction. But one night I did kind of like whoops. But I it, it took a, a couple seconds. It felt like a lifetime. And Alex was like oops, like because at the same time like where are we going to go with this? It was like a four or five second little glitch, glitch yeah, that well, nobody yeah, noticed. And those are the things that I, you know those are the things that eat me up. Like oh, what yeah. happens if I go, you know. Just at this particular point, trying to remember things is. <laughs> I noticed Ryan's so, like that too. When yeah. Ryan messes up on stage, Ryan will come back and be like, "I gotta get that." Like, right, and just you punish yourself, but time. nobody you even know, noticed. Like, yeah. In the back yeah. until the next show, I'm like, "You'll be fine." After the next show, you'll fix exactly what you're focusing on. And right. right. I used to be like that, but yep. I don't know what happened. I just like something clicked one day, and I was just like, I. I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to do what I can do. Put right. my all in it. Me too. That I'm very much like that. Just yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. What What's going to happen? What's the worst that could happen? I don't get it. Right. Well, yeah. Through experience, you, know? you learn that it's nobody really notices those things. You can punish yourself all night if you want to. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, we did have one during uh, Jekyll and Hyde where someone else completely lost it and started to babble. And I actually just grabbed the line away from like, enough of this nonsense. And we went on to the next line and he gave me a big hug afterwards. So it was Aww. like, it was, yeah, he was, he was, he was out there on a cliff. So I think, uh, how about you stage wise would be the wicked witch. So, okay. oh, really? um, yes. And I had my own, like, like I had my own movable, like castle tier with like a stairway and I like made little kids cry. It was wonderful. <laughs> oh my God. Where did you um, play that? Um, it was in Jersey. Oh, so, okay. um, so when I lived in Jersey, I did like the school plays, but I also did like Broadway bound players and like stuff like that. And I also like worked with kids. We did something called teens and tots. Um, so like the kids would be like the ancillary like ensemble cast and then we would be like the principal cast for it um that was fun and then for film uh probably gravis was my favorite um that was the last film i did as a 2021 film um i am the lead um her name is jude uh she's recently divorced and um it's basically like a possession type film um, but our oh, you can hear that clear as day. Yeah, you can hear you can hear the siren. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, I can't. I'm so bad with the microphones. I don't know what I'm hearing or the headphones. I don't know what I'm hearing in real life and like in headphones. <laughs> in, is this in your real head? Life? <laughs> Someone just making that sound. <laughs> we do, we do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that must just be like I'm just hearing that from my normal ears and yeah. like not the headphones. Yeah. But as far as this show goes, I love doing Night of the Living Dead so much mm-hmm. just because the reactions that you're getting. And I'll never get tired of 
you know, someone coming up and saying, you know, you were really scary. That yes. just it's just such a bonus. So. Oh, when people tell me I'm disgusting, I love when I come out for the <laughs> like because I'm the first zombie that comes out for eating, the eating yeah. scene, and like I'm I'm gross. So like I'll grab it and I'll just like smear it all over my. See, that's face. what I want to see, and I'm like. D- the thing is, is I did notice that the the one thing is the red looks great, but it drowns everything else that's red out. Yeah. So, like, it's not as, um, doesn't make as a statement piece as much, but it still looks good. But yeah. the first person, whoever's sitting right there, is always like, ugh. Right. The noise is <laughs> like, Gross. Because yep. I, like, do the slobbery. <laughs> Yep. The whole time it's disgusting. It's so gross. Yeah, we've really amped that up this year and it yeah. just makes a big difference too. Mm-hmm. So Ryan makes good zombie noises. Who else there's somebody else who makes good zombie noises too. Um, yeah. I but, just breathe. Yes. Like I'm just like <gasps> when you're coming yeah, that's from the a, back. That's a good breathe. That's a <gasps> like when people don't expect it, you just kinda of walk up behind them and do the <sighs> Like that, and yeah. When we come up the the <laughs> stairs and yep. the, the like, the the people that sit right in the center, yes, there, you do it right behind them, and they're like, uh. What's weird is the little thing? kids around that they they look down and they're watching to see how. So you have to stay in character to yes. halfway across the basement floor. Yeah, because they can see, see all the way down there. Yep. Yep. My so. favorite thing I do is when I walk past the peanut gallery and I throw myself into it. Yeah, I love that noise. And yeah, the, the banging. Of yes. The, yep. Yeah. One of these oh, times I'm just going to go you? right through it. Yeah, That was creepy. I, I really just throw myself. So I get my, I'm just going to break through it and land in somebody's lap one of these More days. Because yeah. we, I've noticed a lot of us will do it, like the, the older ones of us. Like if we start to cross paths with someone, we'll just bang into whatever wall is <laughs> the opposite of the person. So like you hear this banging over there and it just sounds so eerie. I, I do it up. Um, on stage two when we um, have our hands through the windows. Yeah. When I exit, I slam myself into the white picket gate. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, great. I'm covered in bruises because everything oh, yeah. I see, I slam myself into. Yeah. So Ryan good. and I just it like... sounds good. Poof, like two sumo wrestlers really <laughs> just hit each other as hard as possible and <laughs> just just move on from it. But like, I don't know. I, that's that part's fun. We yep. need to take that pork away from him. That's vile. It's vile. It's pork and jelly, right? Like no, he didn't jelly. put anything he didn't take in it jelly this, year. this year. It just it's just pork. pulled pork. It's so, uh, it smells so bad. And him and him and I burnt our coats last year, so we're using the same coats. He has like oh, God. rotten beef. Oh no, caked into his coat still from last year. So you What's smell it. Like, <laughs> did it stay at the theater? Did you take this coat <laughs> home? It stayed in a bin at the theater. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And so he'll point it out like to turkey, you. right? Yeah. He's, like, proud of it. He'll point it out. Like, yeah, this is some of the beef here. This is <laughs> you are, You're sick. Oh, you're right. sick. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. Disgusting. <laughs> I, when Carla and I were in it the one year, um, we ordered this spray that was supposed to smell really bad. I'm like, let's spray this, and it'll cover up the scent of whatever we're eating. We can eat whatever we want. And uh, we sprayed it in our apartment, and she almost threw up. And we're like, we can't can't use it. Come on. This is is too far. But I always wanted to do, like, a fire or a smoke spray. Oh, yeah. yeah. So after the explosion, we all come out. That would be cool. 
They do the, um, I wonder if I could figure out where they do a bunch of the sprays, because Asylum does that stuff, too. They spray, like, pee spray, poop spray, like... Yeah, it, they always had that room where you walk through, yeah. and it just reeks. Yeah, yes. it's disgusting. You just, like, get the pheromone sprays or the smoke right. spray after the... Yeah. Spray some of the zombies with it, too, yes. when they're eating. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. And years in the past, we had a, a fog machine there, like, when we come out. Yep. Yeah, that would uh, be cool. But... Complaints of oh smoke is being shot straight into the audience like oh maybe next really? year we'll just ignore those that. complaints. That's a shame because it is it's a cool effect. I mean, really we're all walking is. out through smoke. Filter it through the trap door. Yeah, we've well, done. Didn't we we used it during Sweeney Todd. Yeah, no, but this was like so when we come out that side on yes. the floor, the fog machine was literally oh. right there, yeah, pointing so directly at right okay. the, that, that raised uh, area. Just put a like a disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, I mean like. Don't sit Who there. Who cares? <laughs> Don't sit there. There's fog. <laughs> yeah. My favorite thing in any show ever is like as soon as somebody hears the fog machine, you don't even have to see the fog. As soon as they hear it, they're like, oh. Right. <laughs> over it. Yeah. Over it. Every every time we use I got to listen for that. Please do. It is it is absurd. It is very absurd. Like, it. you're in the back row. Right. We just pressed it. I promise you didn't get there. And it also goes low and then starts to raise. Yes. Yep. So it's like by the time the fog is getting to your face, we're we're pretty much done yeah. that scene right. anyway. Yeah. So it's like, come on, there's no way. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. I I like when you crawl on the floor. Yeah, that's a good. Yes, thing. that's and you don't always get to enjoy the reactions of people. I'm coming around the end, and I really love to see. Like, I, I try not to look, but like out of the corner of my eye, I see people just as soon as they recognize you that they jump and that sort of thing. And I think it was the opening night, the one woman goes, oh, the, she just the, the, the people that were just really yes. inappropriately loud. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I uh, th- that gets tough because. Like when I first started doing it, like obviously I'm not in any form of shape to be doing that. So it's like my core is on fire when I get oh, backstage. No. But like now I'm just used to it that it's like second nature. Yeah. But I'm clawing into the carpet. So I come back and I just have like all this gross stuff in my nails. My oh. nails are like breaking off because I'm clawing into this carpet. <laughs> what you should do is like uh, maybe next year do some like gloves. Yeah. Like oh, workers' yeah. gloves. Yeah. Because you already wear the jumpsuit. So if you had like workers' gloves on, then at least your nails would be salvaged. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> then I might not get the track. You're when still going to be breathing heavy and your <laughs> yeah. core is going to hurt, but you won't have broken nails. I, I get self-conscious, though, because, like, I, I, I said before, like, I do the breathing, the, so I'm like, I hope these people don't think I'm just, like, actually yes. breathing heavy because I'm crawling. It's like, right. oh, this is, I'm trying to be a zombie here. This man needs I medical did not attention. Get, I did not think that. Okay, good, good. Because <laughs> I, I go for it sometimes. No, the, you sound like you're purposefully doing that okay. noise. All right, good. <laughs> I mean, that's what z- zombies sound like anyway, so either way, it's it's perfect for the car. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I think we did all our zombie talk, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think one last one last question. We're all horror fans here. What is your favorite horror movie? Or you can list a couple if you want. It's spooky Good season. Question. Um, no, you want to think about it for a sec? Yeah. I have to throw in uh, <laughs> Dawn of the Dead, the original. Okay. Uh, just because that changed my life when I saw it. Yeah. I was in a theater. We had seen it in a theater. It was the Jerry Lewis Cinema way back in Niagara Falls. And I remember seeing it in the first scene when they're they breaking into the building there and you see a zombie actually bite someone. Yeah. It wrecked me. I actually got up and went like to the bathroom fake. Like I stood there for a minute like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sit through this. That's so but cool. I was so obsessed with it 
that I did a paper on it in college. I got a really good degree or a really good mark on it uh, just because I did my own research. They, they played it every night at the Como 8, uh, the midnight show for years. They played it, you know. And so at one point we were checking to see how people were being sensitized by the violence because it was really over the top. By the end, the, uh, the usher would open up the theater doors. At, at the very end, there was an onslaught of violence with bikers and all that other kind of stuff. And by that time, the people were cheering for the zombies. And the people walking by the theater were like, what's wrong with those people? Because they could see what was going on the stage and people were laughing and cheering. Right. And so, like, the, my, my point at some point is I, I, I said that you could get desensitized to move, movie and media violence, but it doesn't really change the way that people act to, to real violence. So through the, the course of that, I mean, I got a really good grade, but I couldn't stop thinking about it. Like, Yeah. We talked about that, actually, yep. the other night because um, – I I've been obsessed. I, I call them like the Godfathers, but like you know Tom Savini, Greg yep. Nicotero, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. George Romero, Stephen King. I mean, they're just they like have done some crazy things with mm-hmm. horror. Um, but I would say, I, I mean, Dawn of the Dead was one of my favorites. Yep. Um, I even have a zombie like pinup tattooed on my back. I'm obsessed with zombies, um, but. I'm really into the old stuff, and I'm into the old stuff like Nosferatu. Yes, I love um, that because they really like led with horror. This, th- they made these films when like that was not a thing. Like right. everything that was on any type of cinema was, mm-hmm. you know, love or um, you know, mystery, and that yep. was it. So like freaks and creatures, you know, Frankenstein's monster and. Nosferatu. Those are those are probably always going to have like a special place in my heart, just because it's like you know they really led the way for some of the crazy stuff that yep. Tom Savini, George, or uh, yeah, George Romero, Greg Nicotero, all of those have you know kind of grasped onto and like elevated. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, as far as that, like I had mentioned, Night of the Living Dead, but at the other thing too, movies that really scared me. Mm-hmm. Were actually some of them weren't even horror movies. Like you know, what was the China Syndrome freaked me out. Um, that was that was scary to me. Like that's a different type of scary. Mm. But Carnival of Souls was one of the ones that got I like love right. That movie. Oh my gosh, that just and it's you know her face first of all. You know she had the weird eyes that kind of go in two different directions. But <laughs> the, the, the creatures and that sort of thing, even though it wasn't necessarily there was very little special effects. That that whole thing at the end just. Um, I, I, that's one of the ones I never ever get sick of watching. If it's on, we're watching it. So yeah. that is actually public domain. Yeah, is it? <gasps> Ooh, I know it. I know that's it. That's a good thought. Well, you see, there's not much dialogue in it. Like, how would you stage something like that? I you would have so love much fun to stage that. Yeah, that'd just be visuals. a very creative thing to do. Yeah. That public domain, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's the wheels my are turning. <laughs> that's my favorite thing to do, or just just visuals. So, like, I yeah. would love more than anything. I love to do visual that. stuff. Wow. I love visual stuff. Okay, <laughs> that that changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I like that movie a lot too. Um, I hate. I just want to get out there. I hate the remake of Dawn of the Dead. I hate uh, what's his face, Zack Snyder. I hate yep. Zack mm-hmm. Snyder with the passion of a thousand sons. <laughs> I can't stand that man. I wouldn't call that a remake. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's got a similar plot, but they they really didn't, like, they didn't even, 
I it's like the mall is I the only like constant. The mall is the only <laughs> yeah, constant. Right. And it's not even utilized the same mm-hmm. way. You know what I mean? So it's like, at this point, can you really call it a remake? Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Also, it's, it's comparing just, like the Ritz Carlton to, you know, <laughs> the Wellsville Hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's I, not yeah. essentially the same. I mean, what they were doing with the original is like, Nothing you had ever seen anywhere. Right. Yeah. Yep. I've been to that mall, the OG mall. Oh, that's cool. So cool. Oh, yes. Monroeville Mall. Yep. We, there's another thing coming up. There's one coming up next summer, uh, a whole uh, anniversary with as many stars that are still alive. Like yeah. you guys did that for Night of Living Dead. Yes. They actually did that this year. They're, they did it last night. Oh, my God. They did the Night of Living Dead one last night. They're doing another one for Dawn of the Dead in the spring or, or early summer, and I definitely want to go. Yeah. So. I have the the poster hanging in my office downstairs. I made this poster. I love the po- It's one of my favorite posters. And um, it's Barbara in the middle, like, reaching out oh, and yeah. all the zombies clawing at her. Um, Bob looks fantastic in that poster. Oh. Um, <laughs> and I got – I was playing Johnny the first time we did it. Yes. And I got – I can't remember his name, but the guy who plays Johnny to sign the poster. And I was talking what? to him about playing the role. And it was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, he, those those stories are the best. Like when you actually get to see someone or meet someone that like you've you've idolized or like seen in things. You're just like, OK, this is really cool. Yeah. This is, this is like fangirling one. Right. And he signed here. my poster like. Yeah. That, and, and then I do the lights for the shows. Like I, I aim the lights. And the lighting designer was there, and they were yep. talking about how, which is like, it's tough because everyone's like, well, yeah, you just have to do the shadows like they did. And I'm like, okay, but the, these no, are stage lights right. that are real high above everything. So, like, it's really hard to get those shadows. And the shadows they do in the movie are just, just yes, it's unreal. It's, unreal. it's, it's Hitchcocking how well right. they did with that. So I'm like, I can't do that with a stage light. Like, exactly. <laughs> I'm blasting you with light either yep. way, so. Speaking of Hitchcock, it's funny. My partner noticed um, that your dad had a little homage to Hitchcock, like the first night that Dalton saw it. Dalton was like, "Oh, was that like an homage to the birds?" And I was like, "Actually, yeah." And like we didn't, we hadn't even talked about it. So yeah. it is like, like some of the stuff is coming across creatively, yeah, too, which is cool. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, Alex. Oh, mine. Yep. Okay. Um, I really like the old classic like silent films too yeah. mm-hmm. um the other day i went to the north park theater on hurdle and they had they were playing the cabinet of dr caligari yes. oh, yeah cool. and they were playing nosferatu yeah. and they had a live band playing music to go along with oh, it cool yeah. so it was really cool i i love those ones i will say more contemporary i feel like the grudge is just one that will always creep me out no matter what i haven't seen it Really? Yeah. Oh, you have to. That was like one that I saw as a kid. Maybe shouldn't have that young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Just very creepy. It's probably that one. All right. That I was, like that. Mm-hmm. I have a couple. Um, Silence of the Lambs is just one of my favorite yes. movies mm-hmm. ever created on Earth. So, like, that's up there. I don't know that it's necessarily a horror movie. I think it's just. It is most definitely a horror movie. Yes, yeah, it's classified yeah. as such. Really? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just one. I think it's like one of the greatest movies ever made. Um, and then for like the classic, my favorite classic movie ever, and no horror movie will ever beat this, is Halloween. Mm-hmm. I just love the original Halloween more than anything. I, that's, I think that's the first one I saw. My dad's always been obsessed with it. He's got the leather jacket from when it came out. 
Mm-hmm. And um, there's videos of us, like, real late home or early home videos on VHS tapes of him, like, dancing with me. And I'd pick up the little pumpkin that he had a yeah. Halloween set of, and we'd dance with that pumpkin. So it's like, that movie is just ingrained in, in who I am. Well, you know, it's it's a real homage to how much you can do with very, very little. Yeah. No special effects, really. And it, it just it begat so many other movies. Like, we have to remake this. We have to do something yes. like this. Because it was, it was, it was. I remember sitting on the edge of my seat. It was the to that lurking, whole movie. the wandering, yep. the that that like unknown fear. Yes, which a lot of a lot of franchises like skip and miss. Mm-hmm. You know, they just have these like jump scares and that's it. But yeah. Halloween really mastered the the anticipatory like scare. Yep, you know, it's like all film you're like waiting for this one thing to happen and then you're like okay is it gonna happen is it gonna happen is it gonna happen and keep shit on the edge of your seat the whole time which is great about that franchise Mm -hmm. which is kind of brings to the next one which this might be one of my favorite horror movies ever is the strangers and i feel like they do a phenomenal job of that too like the scene where she's just standing at the the kitchen window and and he i think he is the scariest person ever in any horror movie just that the ma- like the burlap looking mask yeah. yep. and he just comes and stands and just watches her he doesn't do anything he doesn't jump out and be like oh boo he doesn't come up strangle her he literally just watches her and then just walks away mm-hmm. that is the most horrifying scene in any horror movie I just I love that, that I have movie. never seen that one and I haven't watched it on purpose because <laughs> the idea of home invasion movies oh. really freaked well, me that out that yeah. creepy I, I like little tidbits about films and that movie was actually based on like an actual oh, FBI no. case. Yes. So like that that was like real things that actually happened and some of it was embellished yeah. obviously. Um but the fact that like that's why it's so scary is that like those things do happen. Right. Those things can happen. And like the world we're in, they're happening a lot more regularly. Yeah. Right. You know? So super terrifying. Yep. Yeah. You know what I actually love? And that kind of reminded me just because I feel like it's in the same realm. Um the Saw films, but, like, the first one. The first one was great. Maybe, I feel like, like, the first three, and then after that, it's whatever. I feel like just watch the first one, and then yeah. don't do, don't even attempt the <laughs> other ones. Do you guys okay. watch any BTS stuff on, like, the films that you like? Like, are you Sometimes, yes. yeah. So, for the Saw film, they used 300,000 needles for that needle scene. Mm. Oh, my God. They actually literally had to, like put a foam pad underneath and, like, build it up. And they had to take all of the actual needles out of the syringes <laughs> and throw them out and put in, like, fake needles. Ugh. It was insane. They were like, we just had to keep buying them because they we, we couldn't fill this thing up. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely one I watched when I was younger, too, and yeah. very creepy. But see, like, I feel like they just get into that, like, after the first song. Oh, where yeah. It's like, yeah, they're like, let's just do torture stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, after where, that, it's money. I right. Mean, right? Yeah. Like, like, how okay, many do you need? So yes, how right. many do yeah. you need to make? But yeah. And James Wan had, like, no money when he made the original yep. one, yep. which and, is another one. That's and like, that's the best one. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with Blair Witch, right? They had yeah. money. Right. That right. thing went crazy, crazy wild when it first came out. And because it was, like, they actually did... The POV thing, yeah. Well, yeah, right. Oh, I just thought of one I really have to throw in there: Cloverfield. Oh, oh, that one. Never seen it. Never seen it. Cloverfield. The reason why the Cloverfield movie scared me was you don't know what's going on 
in the first part of it. And it reminds you so much of what it would be like and to be in a situation where you, cause you don't see this, this creature yet, but you do see the space fleas, yeah. which are little things. They're falling off the monster and you're like, what? And then there's a couple times that something happens. Like one of the, one of the girls, something happens to her that you're like, why did that just happen? And it's the terror is like, I don't know what's going on. And yeah. that is Really, that really unknown, scary. Yeah, that unknown terror. And of course, the, the Statue of Liberty's head flying down the, the street. And everybody, what does everybody do? They flip out their phones and start taking oh, yeah. pictures. Absolutely. <laughs> like, this is this horrible Our thing. And like, oh, so. But that, was that, made, was, that wasn't even made that recently. And there were like phones back then when they made it? Yes, yes. But it was at the first time <laughs> that people with smartphones. It came out when I, I want to say 2008 or 2009. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it, they were still. That was when they started like messing around with CGI a lot, right? Yep. Like, yeah. so like everything that came out was a, like sixty percent CGI. Yeah. So everything was like, yeah. okay. Well, the the thing, the point I want to make about that is what was scary to me about that was not like being in this situation with characters that do not know what's going on and it's just complete chaos, and that was terrifying to me. Yeah. Did you so. see the second one with John Goodman in it? Oh, the, the Cloverfield, the, the, the address, what was something, Cloverfield something Lane. Lane. That yeah. was kind of interesting, too, just because the answer to every question in your mind is yes. Is he a bad guy? Yes. Is he a good guy? Yes. Are there aliens? Yes. Like, everything about the that. The answer like, was yes, but John Goodman was so, <laughs> his character was just like... So growing up, you know, you see him in Roseanne, right? And mm-hmm. like, you guys are a little bit younger, but you see him in Roseanne, yeah, and you're yeah. like, okay, this Roseanne. guy is like just like a funny, goofy dude. Yep. And then you watch that, and you're like, okay, he is a creepy, creepy, nasty man. Yep. Like he's just he gives you the ick. Yeah. <laughs> right. The ick. <laughs> Which no, that's is cool. I have to for watch. me, like I love actors like that. Like if right. you can watch them, and like they're so funny and so good, and then they can versatility like. Yeah, he can do anything. Like, it's wonderful. I love that. I also love Disturbia a lot. Oh, my God. That's that's one of my favorite movies of all time. That's Shia Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's a good yep. one. That's and my, a good one. My, I have such a problem with horror movies. I think everything that comes out nowadays is just garbage. It's just yeah the worst of the worst. So I and I, I usually hate humor in horror movies. I, I I don't like that mixture because nobody knows how to do it properly. Except right. Shaun of the Dead. And Shaun of the Dead, one of my favorite movies. They did it because they, they do it incredibly. Perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Disturbia does it really well yeah. because it's like, all right, we'll set this up, and there's all this funny stuff that happens, but yeah. it, once we're serious, we're serious. Yep. And it's like, okay, that's real life. Like, yeah. I think Jordan Peele is just the worst at that. Like, let's just make this the most tense moment of the whole movie, and then and pop then a joke. Joke. Over. Yeah. And then go back to tense. It's like I can't go back to tense. He just made a stupid joke. Like I'm, I'm distracted by how yeah, poorly you crafted this film. Time. Yeah, the joke should come before or after. Yeah. Yes, not in the middle. Yeah, and so I, I have just huge beef with horror movies and, and Blumhouse. I think it's just the worst creation in America. Um, but like that, I miss these good horror movies. Like and like Disturbia, I feel like is a no name. But I feel like not, yeah, not many people know about it. Really, I had to yeah. convince unless you're a horror fan, like, right? Yeah, I feel like Disturbia. Did, I don't even know that movie. I remember I had to convince my nieces to watch it. They're like, "No, this sounds stupid. It looks stupid." I'm like, "No, you're gonna love it's it." So good. And then they watch and they're like, "Wow, yeah, that was actually good." Because it it is. It sounds so like, oh, it's kind of funny. Oh, it's kind of sad. Oh, like there's a love story. Like ah. I, yeah, you're packing all that into this movie, but also like it has Shia LaBeouf, where he came from 
you know, even Stevens. Yes. You know? So so I feel like people are like, well, mm. is it right. really? He did that right after or right before the first Transformers. Yeah, I I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know when it came out. I, I want to say he did it right after. Like that was the film he did. Yeah. Like after he did <laughs> oh, Transformers. Oh no! So it's even worse. Like, yeah. Even yeah. Stevens Transformers guy is now now just, just <laughs> well he was also yeah. that was around the same time I, he was somebody's got to look that up because uh, what was it uh, the Indiana Jones thing which was oh kind my god of, yes so he was kind of overexposed during yes. that time so I think it was shortly after that when mm. you know he had kind of taken a back seat to that that's something just you know something less it's, mainstream yeah. Well, Disturbia and Transformers came out the same year. Ah. Oh, oh, so which so, one did he film first? Yeah. Question mark. Either way, there had to be trailers of them for coming out at the same yeah. time, right? <laughs> so everyone's like, oh, they're great. like, uh, what is this craziness? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Any other movies you oh, want to toss out there? Have you guys seen Hereditary? Yes. yes. Oh my okay, gosh. Okay. How do you feel about that one? The first time through, I was like, I didn't get a lot of it. Like, cause I, a lot of the times you, you just want to know what's going on. You want to know what the resu- yeah. resolution is. The second watch of it, I, I instantly became a fan. Really? Um, that they took a second Maybe and a third watch. watch and now I just, movie. I really, it's, it's her Did though. Did you only it's, watch oh my it gosh. once? Yeah. I just watched it recently. I hated it the first time I watched it. There's a lot of stuff that you miss. Mm-hmm. Yes. If that makes sense. I felt Correct. like I liked the first half and then the second half dragged dragged on. Yeah. And then in the end the resolution I was like this is stupid. Yeah, like That's I thought I, I thought it was going to go in a different way. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt the first time. Um I'm not saying it's even on my top 10 cuz it's not and I know people are probably going to like be like really that's not on your top. It's not. Um but oh, I got I got something to say about that. Um it's I, not on my top 10. But I will say that it in, it had improved after I watched it the second time. Because yep. there is things, like, very innate things that you notice. Yeah. I didn't even see her time. on the ceiling the first yeah. time I watched oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't notice. And then my boyfriend was like, do you see her up there? Like, yeah. No, I okay. didn't. I was watching him, the kid. And the th- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His mom's hanging on the ceiling over his head. I'm like, I, I mean, I will say, like, the acting is great. Like, she the, was fantastic. The, Tony Collette. I mean, oh, I love God. her in everything yeah. she yes, does. Yes, I do, yeah. too. But, yeah. Um... What do you have to say? No, I've already caught promos on A24 on here already. I can't <laughs> yeah. stand anything that they touch. Oh. It's just the most pretentious garbage that they could ever conjure up. <laughs> everything they do. It's like, let's just really confuse everyone, and then people will be like, this is great. And it's working because people are saying that. But it's like, it's why is it great? people talk. That's why. Oh, my God. Right. This, there sorry. isn't an actual plot. They just, like, put stuff together, made it confusing. And then once once it's confusing, they're like, see? And then because it's so confusing, you have this side interpreting as one way and the other side having a right. different interpretation. And they're fighting and talking about it while they're making more money on this confusing thing. It's like when, when an artist like finishes a meal and like this is, this is art. And every, like half the people are like, oh, my God, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And the other half's like, no, what? You just it's a plate. <laughs> yeah. It's a plate. <laughs> that is how I feel about A24. Absolutely. I can't stand them. Mm. And how I haven't seen Hereditary, but how you just described it yeah. is how I feel about every movie I've seen of theirs. <laughs> it's like, you, you had me. I was, yeah, I was there. That one and is like on steroids. Like, you had me. I thought I was there. And then you're like, wait, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Really? Like. Just, just to be different. And Again, like, mm. it does improve if you watch it a second time because there are things that you f- that you see. But the fact that you have to watch it more I than know. once like, now I have to is an issue. Right? Yes, right. right. You should get it by the only credits. Right. 
There Agreed. should yeah. be no question. Agreed. Yeah. But all this scary movie talk is making me think about other movies and, uh, that I haven't thought of in a while. My favorite all-time scary movie ever is The Ring. Oh. Okay. Yep. Uh, I like The Ring. Totally. Yep. Yep. Um, my, they're actually doing um, my... My friends have a, a band, and they're doing a show next week, and she's being Samara. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, and then her husband's being the nun, I believe. Ah. Mm. Yeah, I remember I was 13, and I saw it in theaters with my friend and my dad, and we went for ice cream afterwards, and, like, I was checking behind me every uh-huh, yeah. step I took. It Did was you so have cool. an old-school TV at that point? Uh, or was it flat screen? Because um, I think when that, that movie point, came out, I still had a box TV somewhere oh, yeah. in my house. Right. I might have still had a box TV. I wonder if she could f- crawl out of a flat screen. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, we, Ryan brought a TV in, and we used it for Lottie and Bernice poster. But yeah. the whole – it's this big one that they fit inside of. And the whole time, I'm like, okay, when are we going to, like, adapt the ring – and like just and have like, the right. that's the only reason I want this TV, <laughs> and uh, we threw it out. But like that scene is just yeah. I yep. saw that one really young too, and like that scene was always like oh my god. Yeah, I think that's one of the first movies that I was really scared by, so it'll always have a special place. Yes, that that twist where where the kid looks up and says, "You didn't help her, did you?" Yeah, that that was great. That yeah. was really I did not see that coming. Yeah, so. Because I really thought that was the end of the movie. Oh, she, I know. She's free now. You didn't help her, did you? <laughs> sure did. And then uh, one last movie for me, Strangers 2. Have you seen that? Yes. It's the Strangers Spray at Night. Yeah. I love it because it's so different from the first one. Yep. It's like Outside, they still do some of the stalking stuff. Enclosed. Yes. Yeah. So different from the first. Yep. And like I think it still hits for me. Everybody hated it. Everybody tears it apart in reviews. Maybe because it's so opposite of yeah. the first one. And a lot of people have the expectations when there's a sequel or a prequel that right. it has the same energy and feel. But that's not necessarily true if it's a story. Right. The pool scene's one of my favorite scenes. I don't hate The Strangers, created. but it's not my favorite. I just feel like I'm watching the same thing for two hours or however long it is. <laughs> I love it. Like, don't get me wrong. The yeah. premise is creepy. Yeah. Do I want that happening to me? No, I would freak out. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, I'm watching the same thing. But it also depends, too, right? Like, we're all horror lovers, obviously. Guaranteed, like, we're different genres yeah. of horror lovers. Like, mm-hmm. you like that, like, creepy, supernatural type stuff. Yeah, and I'm like. definitely more like psycho thriller is yeah. what really creeps me out. Yeah, yeah. Um I would say, for me, gore is, like, my fangirl thing, but what, like, actually scares me is zombies. Like, mm-hmm. I do not want to be eaten alive, ever, mm-hmm. in my yeah. entire life. That like, checks out. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you, I like, like surprises. You like surprises. You like yep. those jump. Well, no, no, I don't like jump scares. Like I the like surprise min- the, mystery? Yeah, well, something happening that I didn't see coming. Yeah. I just saw a movie last like week at the sense. theater. Um, it was a, a Spanish movie called, um, oh, I'm just, well, I'll think of it in just a second, but I was the only one in the theater. Um, it was, was not terror. Um, I, but anyways, it, it was this movie about possession, but it completely had its own mythology to it. Oh, you were telling me a little bit about it. And it yeah. was so mean and so dark. Like at one point, you know, the possession kind of, it travels from people one to the other. And at one point there's this dog. That actually licked one of the, the, you know, the dog is, and the kids are playing with this big giant dog. And you're like, oh no. And, I, and, and it happens. 
you know, and I'm standing up in the theater all by myself, just going like I I've never had a reaction <laughs> like that too, because it was just so like nothing was safe in this movie. Yeah. And then no one who saw it would probably even like the ending because it's just dark, 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 dark. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'll think of it in just a second. But it was just at the theaters last week, and it got like a 98 on Rotten Tomatoes. Like everybody saw it, it's like, wow, that was something. But at the same time, it was, certainly wasn't for everybody. Oh yeah, right. Uh, where evil? Uh, no, when evil lurks was the name of it. Okay. And it, it'll it'll be on TV in no time because like nobody went to the theaters to see it except for me. I was the only one there, so. Um, but it was it was that was something that I didn't expect, right? And it, like I don't usually have reactions like that. So something different, but something at the same time that like I you know I didn't see it coming, right? I love those types of movies, so love that. Yep. All right, I think that's all we got. Thank you guys for coming on. We really Thank appreciate you. it. Yeah, this yeah. was a fun one talking about scary movies. Yep. Yeah. Right around ready. Halloween, always yeah. a good time. So hopefully people will fill up their like movies I got to see from what we talked yes. about. Yeah. So. Right. Um, a Halloween party is uh, on Halloween, October 31st, uh, Tuesday. I think it's either 6 or 7 o'clock. doesn't matter. I'll be there all day. So everyone stop in if you're listening. Um, candy, pizza, we got the works. Um, yeah. Anything from you, Alex? Yeah, this episode is sponsored by NGADS <laughs> yes, Electrical Inc. License insured. Call 716-523-2711 for all your electrical needs. All right. Thank you guys again. Thank you. Thank you.